Hello, comrades, and welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast episode number 180, going live for Patreons March 15th, 2021, and March 17th for everyone else. This is a weekly show covering all the games made in Canada and the people who create them. My name's Steven, spelled the PH in an A, so you think it's Stefan, because phonetically that makes sense, and every single person I've ever read my name to has said, you mean Stefan, and I say no, I mean Steven. Uh, but that makes more sense for my co-host, Steven, spelled P-H-E, so it's like still Stefan, but he says Steven, and we call him Steve, so it's Steven and Steve, and that helps, doesn't it? It does. I still get Stefan quite a bit, though. Stefan Dion. I find that I get it from, like, non-English, or non-like english speaking people or mm. people like with an accent that i could tell they're from like europe or something like that like that's i usually get the stefan from from that mm-hmm. but not but like you know whatever it is what PH, it is live with it steve our site our work right that we do here is supported by our amazing patrons over on patreon.com slash canadian game devs you can back us there for discord perks two daily access to the pod game giveaways discount for canadian gaming events like eglx shout outs at the end of every episode and the knowledge you're helping us keep the lights on covering the game dev scene, like our domain, which we just renewed. Haha, cha-ching. One of them. One of them. One of them. Uh, you can also back us to the highest tier, and we will plug any work you want on the podcast for as long as you're a top-tier su- or a supporter, like our main man, Eric Beer. Follow Eric over uh, at thebotbook.com, the B-O-T book, see what they're working on. Game Slice 2021 is looking for sponsors. It's the annual London gaming event, but this year we'll be going digital for obvious reasons. And if you want to sponsor that event, you could do that. Get in contact with Eric. It's in our Discord, too. Good good people, Steve. Uh, also, every week since we both got angry and fed up, we've been plugging all the ways you can support indigenous movements across this land, Landback Land in Ontario, the Wet'suwet'en in BC, and the Mi'kmaq out here in Nova Scotia. All the links are at the top of the show notes, and you can watch Night of the Indigenous Devs if the way you want to support is through buying indigenous art. I went back, Steve, this week and put all of our interviews that weren't in video form into video form. They're all up on YouTube as drafts filled in, so I'm just going to hit publish. And I just sort of listened to our interview with... Megan Byrne from Ashima Stawin and Games. And it's a really interesting conversation. And maybe this week I'll put that at the top of the show notes too, at the video link, because it's a good talk, Steve. I'm, I'm quite happy. Oh, with that's it. why you're saying because you're like rendering so many videos. Because you told me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to oh, yeah they all computer, failed. Right? <laughs> the first night I put them all into <laughs> Media Encoder and it was like all perfect. And I'd, I was up to like one doing it. I'm like, awesome. And then I just hit render and then went to sleep woke up and they were all failed in the morning i was like ah god damn it i think what happens is like the sleep settings were wrong on my computer so i turned those off and yeah those are do all you good. have a sound by the way when we when we download a free game do you have a sound for that i don't even know if i've been consistent with the other sounds that we make up because i kind of mm-hmm. just have this like 30 second arcade sound effects file that i just sort of pull a clip out of i'm like yeah it's this one but no i don't think so we have Wishlist from Sebastian. We have demo, which is like this coin sound, and then we have uh, purchase on the podcast, which is Winner Gagne. O L G. You know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I downloaded Super Animal Royale, which we're going to talk later. Cause I don't think it was free to play when I when it first kind of came out, but there's like, uh, you know, it has like the packs or whatever they can get. So mm. I was going to say you could play the sound, but it, I'll play a sound. Play. No, well, I'll, there will already <laughs> been a sound played. Don't. Well, worry, I mean, so. how many? You could probably just play the demo one. Like, how many free to play games? There's not like there's, I don't know, there's not many free to play games. We'll figure it out. I guess there's, I guess there's a lot, but there's not a lot of Canadian ones. Actually, there's probably still. A lot. You know what there is a lot of, Steve? Uh, games. 
jobs. God damn it, oh, Steve. I right. set you up perfectly for that. We have <laughs> loads of jobs up on the site. We are really pushing a lot of great opportunities for different game developers uh, in Toronto, Vancouver, and remotely. So I'm going to run through these, Steve. Sago Mini in Toronto is looking for a data engineer, senior Unity game dev, senior Unity developer lead, Unity game developer, talent acquisition manager, play designer for mobile kids game, and are looking for two interns in Unity Game Developer and Unity Technical Artist, both of which are paid internships. Good on you, Sago Mini. Popreach in Vancouver, looking for a lead game programmer, a senior game designer, a user acquisition manager, and a DevOps engineer. Sleeping Giant Interactive in Toronto, looking for a character animator rigger. Stitch Media, also in Toronto, looking for a Unity Game Developer. Furcola Inc., uh, which is Toby Dixon's first uh, project after Nidhogg 2 and Atomic Crops is looking for a lead Unity developer to join the team. I think it'll be a two-person team. Very interesting opportunity. Bitwise Alchemy is looking for a remote senior engineer. And Dark Slope in Toronto is looking for a senior Unreal Engine 4 VR game dev. Another senior Unreal Engine 4 game dev. They're hiring two. As well as a lead Unreal Engine 4 VR game dev. So, all of those, Steve canadiangamedevs.com slash jobs and in the show notes we want to get you into one of these jobs because mm-hmm. look pretty cool cool games being worked on big range of games too we got kids mobile games vr games new indie game a uh, bunch of other stuff i don't even know about i'm interested yeah and even like consulting too if that's uh I, I didn't know many i didn't know like if consulting was like a there's a bitwise alchemy or mm-hmm. that's look for the senior engineer i didn't know there were like really consultants, I guess, in the dev space. Like I figured, like consultants in terms of game design and, and stuff like that existed. But that's uh, that's pretty cool too. So you work because I was just like, oh, if there's any games that you, um, you know, that you work on that we can feature on the site, we'd be happy to. And he was like, oh, we can't really discuss what we work on because it's just like we're just sort of what's the what the ghostwriter, right? Like that's when oh, you like yep. I help something you. and then you're not like, you're just sort of like deep in the credits, I guess. So Remy games has one of those for sentience, but I don't think I'm allowed to blow up their spot, but cool stuff. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Shout out to my man. You know who you are. If you're listening, uh, you should get them to listen, send it to him. Just be like, Hey, I gave a shout out without even explicitly saying your name. Yeah. I gave you useless exposure. Exposure is already <laughs> useless, but I gave you exposure with actually no mention of you at all. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> they're in the, they're in the credits though. So pick up sentience March 25th on steam, Steve, three events. I want to plug for you this week. First up XP game dev summit is returning this April 8th. Uh, they had to postpone last year cause of everything and they're back. Going to be talks, workshops, game showcase and more. So you can check that out. XP and, Show notes, Unity Club from Dames Banking Games Toronto is returning April 12th. Steve will be in attendance, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Quote, have a Unity project or many you're working through right now? Hang and chat with pals on challenges, techniques, learning paths, and more. And the Red Bull Campus Clutch Valorant post-secondary tournament by Red Bull Canada is happening at the end of April 24th, uh, 12.30 to 1.30. Um, If you are a collegiate-level Valorant player in Canada and you want to make some money, or get some free Red Bull, or both if you're good. You should check out Red Bull Campus Clutch. All these are on the site, canadiangamedevs.com slash events, and in the show notes. That was good. I need that shuffle paper sound effect. I've been saying it every week, but I'm putting it in this oh, week. Oh, wait. There's definitely paper. Hold on. I got desk sound. Do you like that? The desk sound's okay, but I want like a legit paper sound effect. I'm throwing There's it in right paper. here. paper. Don't worry, Steve. Yeah. I'll find it. What's all? Here. This is... 
kind of paper. Very exciting. <laughs> All right, Steve, let me hit you with some news. You were Ooh. busy this week writing up some news. Uh, first up, Mighty Fight Federation, glowing earlier impressions from Steve, is mm-hmm. out now on Switch, came to PS4 and Xbox last week, question mark? Two weeks ago? Uh, not Xbox, PS4, PS5, and Steam. Uh, PS4, PS5, Steam. Uh, so, but they said like a while ago that Xbox, like all the consoles would be hit by the, by like the end of Q2. So I'm assuming Xbox is like fairly soon. Mm, good, good. Maybe they'll get that game pass money. Good on them. Yeah. I got some things to say about that too. So, okay. Uh, last month, Comey, or sorry, last month they came to PlayStation four five and steam this month. Comey games is not done releasing the 3d brawler on switch with cross play mm-hmm. on all versions. Mm-hmm. Pick up the game on switch 39, 89 Canadian big steve talk to me i played a little bit so i finally got a chance to, to play it um and it is fun it's really good i i never really played that many 3d uh brawlers or fighting games like mm-hmm. everyone brings a power stone but that game's like 20 years old at this point i guess the what was that bo- what was that weird boxing game that nintendo did early in the switch early in the, the switch yeah this oh uh, arms arms yeah i guess arms is kind of like one arms is a 3d fighter yeah but the characters are all cool and, and colorful and stuff like that. I think two things. One, and this is like easier said than done. It doesn't have destructible environments. And for me, for this type of game this is, where it's just like chaotic, like fighting, mm-hmm. um, destructible environments would have been really cool. And they kind of have like some cool environments. Like one of them is like a, a, like a Comic Con thing with like all the tables and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so I, I played... Uh, I played a little bit of the missions and all those things. You know how like fighting games will also have like you gotta do the co- like the, the the mission is just to do a combo in like a specific thing. Mm-hmm. I was never good at that, so I'm not doing with that. I'm just kind of messing with like the characters and stuff like that. The one like disappointing thing, and it's not really on the developers, is I don't know how many people are playing this game because one of the things I always do when it comes to like competitive games or like. Um, like a fighting game or a racing game or like a first-person shooter like Overwatch or something, I always jump into online first. I don't even do mm-hmm. the tutorial. I just jump online just to see how I, I do. And I tried playing like two or three times this week and I never found a match. Uh, and I Damn. finally found one earlier today and played it and it was great it, and it ran well and it was fun and I got smoked and then I now I'm doing the challenges and, and the missions and stuff like that and there's story behind each character. But... With crossplay and releasing on these different consoles, like I don't know how many people were kind of playing the game, which is really surprising because it has like it's good first off, but mm-hmm. also it has like third party like it has ukulele and Tom um, Toe Jam and Earl, and then the other the Bloodstained characters coming soon. So they've like worked out these partnerships, and it's just weird that there's I don't know what I don't know what happened. Like there just doesn't seem that many people are kind of playing online like if you go to psn profiles or steam page like there's not that much activity on them damn um so i think they gotta kind of keep at it like it's good they like hopefully they got the funding or whatever to kind of keep at it and keep putting stuff into it and so people see like this game grow but Mm -hmm. i think like there's no microtransactions but i think this this game would kill it if it can release on game pass on xbox and maybe it will but i Mm -hmm. think that would really especially with crossplay, it would just like it would just be really, really big for, for the game. But I'm I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I recommend uh, checking it out. Like, I'm not... Again, I'm not a big fighting person, so I don't know how much time I'll be putting into it. Mm-hmm. I originally said that I was going to get the Platinum, but then I saw those, like, combo challenges. I'm like, no, I'm, I can't do this. 
Um, but I'll probably like beat it with each character and get my own character. But you know, a game like this, you need like good online to kind of keep going. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if it really has the population to kind of do that. So I would, uh, I would, I would check it out. And so okay. I don't. It's forty bucks on Switch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a solid price. Like it's I think price. I paid like I think it was on sale on PlayStation or like a PlayStation Plus sale. Um, if that's still going on, so I don't know. It's good. I like it. Okay. Next up, Rogue Light Strategy RPG Star Renegades is out now on the PlayStation Four. Came to Xbox mm-hmm. and Steam already. Now twenty four seventy four Canadian with a PlayStation Plus discount. Uh, hopefully that's still going on by the time you're listening to this. If you want to check it out, it's also on Game Pass, uh, and we had it as a ooh, wasn't it a runner-up? No, no, I don't think so. No, it was up there though. It was in the top ten of our poll last year. Um, as a service robot named J5T1N, so like Justin, has arrived in your dimension to warn of an impending doom and an overwhelming force known as the Imperium. Fight for survival across procedurally generated emergent mission-based campaign through reactive tactical turn-based system that emphasizes interrupts and counters. I said before and I say it again, this game has one of the very interesting roguelike world explanations where every time like you lose in quotes, you just abandon that timeline and then jump into a dimension (laughs) that's close, which is like basically how Endgame worked, Avengers Endgame. And, uh, I think that's hilarious because in every other game, it doesn't make sense. Well, like, you know, most games, it really doesn't make sense at all. But like in Rogue Legacy, it's your kid. In in Star Renegades, it's just, oh, this dimension's fucked. <laughs> Next time. I think, I think in Undermine, you just sort of faint and then you wake up or whatever. Yeah, it it's pretty good. It's funny. I like it. I just, I think I said this before, like I haven't gone back to it because I feel like I played it and I was like, this was awesome. But I'm not interested in the Rogue Light experience of it like i rather wish i wish it was just like a 10 hour like rpg that looked and controlled the way it does mm-hmm. but i haven't ex- i haven't tried the rogue lightness of it so i should really before i kind of say that i should probably like give it a shot again and just be like okay no never mind this actually does like make sense as a rogue light like it's it's solid so i want to get back into it but it's on game pass you know if if i didn't already like have it on game pass or whatever that's the thing if it comes to game pass first then it's like difficult for me to like justify getting it on PS4 later, mm-hmm. you, you know. But you're it's already at, paying for Game Pass. I know, even if it's at the same time, like how Cyber Shadow, I, I kind of you know I pre-ordered it too soon or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if it come if I if it comes to PS4 first, like maybe with Mighty Fight Federation, like it came PS4 first, I copped it, and then like later it comes to Xbox, like that's fine. Mm-hmm. So I'll just play it and whatever. But it'll add a lot of players too. Hopefully. Yeah, that game definitely needs it. But Star Renegades is, is awesome. I recommend giving it a shot. How much is it on PS4? PS4? Let me yeah. see. All right, so it's currently um, PlayStation.com slash Canada. This is just loading. Thirty two ninety nine. I think the PS Plus discount has concluded. Hmm, sure. That's a good price. That's good. That's all. But that's the thing, right? That's a good price for an indie and like mm-hmm. a, a really high-polished one like this game. But like Game Pass, man, like... Game Plus. Is it's too sort good. of, it's like with. Uh, I really loved. Um, oh, what was my game of the year last year? The fucking the Fold Apart. Mm-hmm. It's like a quick two-hour game. You can get on your iPhone for five dollars with the hmm. the whatever iPhone pat Apple, Apple Arcade. Arcade, or you can get it for like twenty-five dollars on PS4. It's like uh, I don't know. If you're gonna beat it in that month, you save twenty dollars. I know. 
Oh, that's the thing with Grindstone, right? I knew I'd play Grindstone past the... (laughs) Grindstone was... uh, My Apple Arcade subscription was a Grindstone subscription for most of 2019. Like, let's be real Mine was as well. Yeah. Once I I got into Grindstone... um, So good. All right, Steve. Probably the hottest bit of Canadian gaming news this week, shared by four different people in our Discord within, like, a couple hours of each other. And we're like, yes, we just talked about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tribute Games, the prolific pixel art developer turned publisher based in Montreal, is partnering with Dotumu, Dotumu, a French studio, and Nickelodeon to work on TMNT colon Shredder's Revenge, coming to Steam soon. Uh, everyone in our Discord is losing their mind about this. Let me read the, yeah, let me read the thing. Quote, Demantu is the, is the studio that, one of the studios that did Streets Rage 4, so... Dotemu, I think. They also worked with a Quebec studio on Street Rage 4. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, it seems like these, the last two games that they've worked on or whatever have been like revivals of beat-em-ups. That's true. (laughs) From the 90s. All these Quebec, uh, or sorry, all these French studios, like obviously Ubisoft first, and then uh, the Don't Nod, Life is Strange devs, and Quantic Dream, the Heavy Rain, Detroit devs, opened studios in Quebec in like the past year. Yeah. Oh, we should. There's no news about it yet, but we should at least just say that um, they're doing that. Square Enix is doing that. Uh, that little conference thingy next week. Oh yeah, and they specifically mentioned in their yes. list of things they're announcing a new Square Montreal. Enix Montreal game. Yeah. So, anyways, sorry. Hopefully, does Read better it. than Avengers. Oh yeah. So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Quote: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge reunites Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello, and Raphael as they kick shell in a beautifully realized beat 'em up. Yeah, it's pretty basic, actually. There's uh, a couple gifts in the Steam description I appreciate. Um, tell me, Steve, this is probably more up your alley than, than mine, for sure. Oh, I'll give them money as soon as humanly possible mm. to play this game. Excellent. Because it's, it's calling to, like, people my age. Because like, it's the 90, it's the late 80s, 90s Turtles. And, like, Turtles have gone through a lot of different kind of eras, like, the ones before that were the comic books, and they're actually like it wasn't aimed at kids. It was like they're all like they murdered people and shit. Apparently, I didn't read mm-hmm. the original comics, but this is like you know I grew up on. There's like three kind of classic beat 'em ups from this era, which is like TMN two, I think it was just called that Turtles three, which was like Manhattan Project or something, and then Turtles four, Turtles in Time, and they're all wicked. Um, and so, and since then they've there's been a bunch of Turtles games and stuff like that that. Guess I've been kind of mediocre, but this is like how I remember Eternals. So when they announced it, I was just like, "Oh, this is this is good shit." So Steve, there's a very funny scene in this trailer where they break into an office building and they're fighting a what are these bad guys called? Shadow? Uh, it's just like a oh, the, sh- the Shredder Foot Clans. The Foot Foot Clans, yeah. So they're fighting yeah. a bunch of them, and in the background are a bunch of the same model enemies at desks with ties. And when they beat the first wave, all the people in the background unclip their tie and then jump into the foreground to start fighting which is so funny when is that is that later that's later that's actual gameplay or is it yeah it looks like it if you it's also the second last screenshot on the steam page they jumped in but yeah they're all just sitting at these desks typing look the exact same as the people fighting but they have like a clip-on tie and then (laughs) once you finish the first round they just take it off and then jump out of their desks and start fighting (laughs) so funny this game looks like it has a lot of humor oh that's amazing it's so good that was probably the biggest Canadian gaming news of the week. Not to take anything away from our last two news stories, but it seemed the the, the excitement in our Discord was palpable. 
Can you, will you play this with me? Yeah, of course I'd play this with you, Steve. Okay. Online. Two more I, games. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait for this though. Just to finish off, I can't wait. like this is awesome. Future so, wish list this segment. Hold your horses, Steve. We got time. Hold, I, your, hold your turtles. To spoil it. I already. I already no, you didn't. I'm editing that out. You didn't. <laughs> we do everything live <laughs> during the. I'll probably not edit that 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 out. Anyway, right. two more, Steve. Blood Roots, former Epic Game exclusive, is now out on Steam. Oh. For those who didn't know, Blood Hill or Blood Roots, one hit kill, die, retry, murder, ballet. Mm, that's a good. That's a good description. Left for dead by a colorful band of bandits, you will chain killing sprees to exact revenge on the treacherous Mr. Black Wolf. Impro- improvise your skills with utterly everything you can get your hands on, from carrots to plasma guns. So this is a familiar game to. I don't know if people remember last year's Going Under, where like you're in this office building, it's a roguelike, and so anything you can like pick up or use as a weapon you can so in this trailer you can see like he kicks over a barrel and starts running on it or like we'll we'll pick up like a pitchfork or something in the environment and use it and it's just like basically anything in the environment you just like pick up and start like beating the shit out of people with um very funny uh gorgeous very zoomed out isometric no not isometric yeah i think i have that yeah i think so former ubisoft indie series award indiecade mega the mix Indie Prestige on this game. 25 positive reviews so far on Steve. I wonder if there's a good funny one. Let's see. The uh, It's ASCII art of that like macho Squidward meme. And then uh, absolutely fantastic stage-based action game in the vein of Hotline Miami with some crazy goofy weapons. Going have for you, S-Rank have is you fun. played this? Highly recommended. I have not paid, played this. I had it in my... like cart on epic because i had like a 15 dollar off coupon but uh it didn't apply to pre-orders and the coupon expired before the game came out so i didn't do it Ooh. but uh yeah both by paper cult who i believe is in montreal if not they're in quebec same thing i'm <laughs> i'm super I'm, I'm going to get this like i know it just it looks so cool but mm-hmm. i just i have some questions um like if like, do you know if it's a rogue light or like or anything like that, or is no? It more it's of a... strictly like a linear top. Ten. It's like Hotline Miami with the levels after level. Mm, okay, I like that more. All right, I want to cop this. I could, I would buy it right now if I could on the fucking internet on the PlayStation Store, but I can't. I gotta go to my actual PlayStation, so I want to get it. I was waiting to be like, not waiting for a sale, but I was just waiting to, um, for like. Because I spent a lot of money recently. So I was mm. like, I just need to take a break. You know, from yeah. buying No, I feel you. My, so it's on my wish list on PS5. And I'll just, next time I kind of on, I'll play it. By next week, I'll play it. Okay, okay. Because it looks sweet. It does look sweet. Last bit of news today, Super Animal Royale. It's getting a huge update by Pixel Studios in Vancouver. Uh, this update comes with <laughs> four new breeds of Super Badgers, Munchable Mushrooms, mm-hmm. nine St. Patrick's, sorry, St. Patrick's Day Cosmetics, tutorials, night mode improvements, and more. Uh, Super Animal Royale, pretty active community. Very seems to be doing quite well, uh, critically and financially. And uh, yeah, developed in Canada, so thought we'd cover this. Yeah. If you hadn't jumped in before, now might be the time. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. When this first came out, so Jake Budno, friend of the show, who did our intro or outro, I forget which one, um, did the sound or music or one or the other for this game. So I remember talking to him about it and I remember it launched not free to play. It was like, it was, it wasn't expensive. It was like 10 bucks or something like that. And I was just like, mm-hmm. Oh, battle Royale. Like 
that's not free to play. Like I don't even think, like I don't even think there's really one that does that. And he was well, like, yeah, it was, it was PUBG, but that was it. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, I'm an idiot. So, anyways, um, so I remember him saying like, yeah, but it's they had like some free weekends and stuff like that, and now I guess it's free to play. So I'm gonna, I, I that's the game I downloaded at the start of the show. Ooh, so it's also early access. Yeah, they're they're getting close too. They're because what did they say? This is they're, version 0.96.8. So they're Steve. Their early access said uh, we'd like to complete the full game before the end of 2019. <laughs> so <laughs> this hasn't been updated in a while, but uh, it's got an overwhelmingly positive review score based on 10,500 reviews. And I bet there's got to be a good funny one. Hold on, let's cycle here. Apparently, the game like really hit it off with like furries. <laughs> like they, they the, thought it was like yep this one is a, the shortest way to describe it is Fortnite, but furry yes it's a battle royale but there's no building and it's a top-down game so there's not a massive skill big gap like in Fortnite. yeah yeah no funny the next top funny review is i'm not a furry but better than PUBG. i got banned for saying liberate hong kong i doubt that's true but <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that might be a big scoop if true. Uh, Super Animal Royale is out now on Steam from Vancouver-based Pixel Studios. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's it for the news. Uh, now it's time, Steve, for everyone's favorite segment. Wish list this every week on the show. I pick three upcoming Canadian-made games. Steve has to add to his wish list. Or this week we're, we we do the bend a little bit, and it's like follow their store page or something because we're not all on Steam. Because every developer, myself included, beholden to the almighty algorithm that dictates our lives and our ability to provide for us and our loved ones. So, starting off this week, Steve, Super Beersby by Good Agreement Gabes in Edmonton, Alberta. It's releasing to be determined. It has a Game Jolt and Itch.io page on which you can follow it on either quote. Enjoy the famous backyard drinking game Beersby from the comforts of your own home. Never again do you have to go outside to drink. So... For those of you who don't know, Beers B. Uh, also, let me set up the style for this game. The first picture is they remade like uh, a Super Nintendo box art with Super mm. Beers B. It's Beer Frisbee. Um, you're, you're, there's a lot of things going on in these in these screenshots. You're like walking around a hub world, but then you're playing like on a side view Frisbee, knocking a beer can off a stick in the middle of this soccer pitch thing. It's a lot. It looks hilarious. Apparently, it's based on actual game people play, uh, inspired by the SNES style. Um, over eight characters with unique tricks and taunts. Create your own athlete to prove your worth on the hollowed grounds of the Super Beersby University in the game story mode. Uh, throw the frisbee. You never played. Uh, you never played like uh, frisbee football or whatever. No, but like they're trying to knock a, a beer can over. That's not like a real sport. Right. I mean, I've I've drank and played frisbee golf and frisbee football. But right, but I those guess. are frisbee golf and frisbee football, not beersby. Mm, I see what you're saying. <laughs> uh, this game looks hilarious, and it's uh, being developed by several Canadians in and around Edmonton. Uh, what do you think, Steve? I'm I've, I was trying to log. In. Oh my god, I can't log into Itchio either. Uh, I can't log into things right now. Can you see the page though? I can yet? see the page, but I got it. You know, I'm I'm planning for when you ask me the question. Okay. But, um, okay. It lo- yeah. So I'm now I'm just starting to like look at it now, and I can see the SNES style. It's pretty sweet. I yeah. I don't know the. I guess I don't know the, the game, but 
like the actual game of Beersby, but mm-hmm. this looks pretty sweet. It looks just like an SNES RPG, actually. Like, a, like Final Fantasy IV or whatever. There's a one of the maps or I guess arenas on the side is like they're in a sand garden and there's like a bunch of monks cross-legged in the back. Looks like there's a quite a range. There's there's one that's just the moon. There's another one that's like a stadium. Another one's like a, a, a casino. It's very funny. Uh, good agreement gives in Edmonton, Alberta. Steve, are you able to follow good agreement games on HEO or Game Jolt at the moment? Uh, no, I'm not, but I will. Oh my god, what is my freaking. I don't even know what my password is. Hold on. Hmm. Hold on. Wait, this might be it. Oh, it's is loading. Oh, oh, I'm not a robot. Hold on. I, I would contest that, but go ahead. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, I'm in. Okay, now, now, in. The, now ask me. Steve, I gotta ask, is Super Beersby from Good Agreement Games in Edmonton, Alberta on your itch.io follow list? Yes, it is. Excellent. Next game today on the itch.io... Well, actually, this one's on Steam, so I'm just gonna do a Steam one. But Traversal, T-R-I-V-E-R-S-A-L, by Phantom Compass in Toronto and St. Catharines, Ontario. It's coming out this year, allegedly. Take your time. Quote... Find your chill with Traversal, a casual spatial puzzle experience to reward and relax the mind. This game has uh, the same like uh, dragging around in a, in a space like uh, in Mario Galaxy. If players remember those mm. stars that you click to pull yourself towards, I forgot you're, basically, about that, yeah. you're basically doing that, but top down uh, with different uh, I, different like colored items you're trying to like get into certain positions relative to the background. If that makes sense, you're trying to line up in the foreground with this thing. You can move around by like tethering it to different floating points to a thing in the background. I'm realizing as I say, this is incredibly hard game to try and visually describe or, uh, not visually describe audio, auditorily describe, (laughs) describe to someone with words. words. (laughs) What do you think, Steve? (laughs) Uh, it looks sweet. I like, yeah, I like the style, like the neon lights and all that stuff. And uh, I'm a big fan of Phantom Compass. Actually, I really enjoyed um, their like pinball Rollers of the Realm. That was a, their, mm. it was like a pinball RPG, which I thought was cool. I always like the mashup of genres. Mm-hmm. I didn't play their their last game. It was like a deserty vehicle combat games, but mm-hmm. down for a puzzle game. I'm just surprised it's coming to not coming to like um, iPhone and Android and stuff like that. Trying it out on Steam. Do they have anything yeah. else on Steam? Yeah, they have Auto yeah, Age, other two games. Standoff, and Rollers of the Realm. Really, I don't know if their other game, or I don't, really, I don't know if they've ever released a mobile game. But um, this looks really cool. And you know what the Steam page has? It has gifts, gifts in the Steam description. Well. I gotta ask Steve: Is Traversal from Fan and Compass Games in Toronto and St. Catharines, Ontario, on your Steam wish list? Yes, it is. Excellent. Last game today, I want to highlight for everyone on wishlist this, is Necromancy Overload by a recent Discord member, GammaFoxTBG. It was a uh, finalist, I believe, or it did quite well in a recent game jam. I'm going to mess up the name of the game jam, so I just won't bother. But they have a demo up on Steam, and they're continuing development, which they're posting about on HEO and their Twitter. Quote, you are a necromancer attempting to perform the ritual of the damned at the royal graveyard. Heroes have arrived to stop you, so hold out as long as you can. Your power has become so great that if you destroy a weakened enemy with a powerful spell, the excess damage will cause an explosion. Use these to your advantage and destroy the incoming hordes. 
So there's a totally, oh, it was Mini Jam 73, uh, which they submitted it for and then decided to develop into a, a, a larger game, which is pretty common. A lot of your favorite games started as Game Jam games, like Celeste, uh, FTL, I think, uh, Superhot. Um, Run. <coughs> Runbo. Lot. Runbo. Runbo. Exactly. So Necromancy Overload is in development. I'm, I've been following a couple of the updates. They're in our Discord hanging out, which is always nice to talk to the developer. What do you think, Steve? I haven't... Uh, I actually started to load the page and run the game because I just got excited about it. Uh, and mm. then it kind of slowed down my internet quite a bit. So I actually can't like see the game. Is there, like, click, their, uh, click their Twitch from the description. They have a bunch of pictures of the style in their Twitch. Or Twitch or Twitter? Or Twitter? Sorry, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. yeah, click that Twitter link at Gamma Fox TBG on Twitter. Oh yeah, okay. I've been seeing them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll copy this for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> Game Boy, yeah, Game Boy style, it. man. I like this. This looks just like. I feel like I played a Final Fantasy game like this on Game Boy like twenty five years ago. So this is sick. This is the same font as uh, I think Unworthy, another Canadian developed game. Uh, mm-hmm. in a similar style but they posted this video that was if you go to the settings and go to the master audio control and drag it from 100 to 69 it just says oh, nice yeah. in brackets so i like a developer with a sense of humor because that I is what comment I too i wish this had been harder to implement so i wouldn't have acted on this stupid impulse when i thought of it now that now that the deed has been done however i regret nothing good good <laughs> yeah this game looks interesting there's tell there's portals I'm a little wizard going around. It's got minute vibes too with like the big black uh, backgrounds and mm-hmm. uh, kind of a minimal um, overlay in the foreground. Yeah, it looks like a looks like a blend of like the character model, not so much, but it looks like an Atari slash like Game Boy kind of style game. Mm-hmm. Like very, uh, you know, pixelated explosions too, which are always sweet. I love me um, a pixelated explosion. Yeah. But right, I, love, I love the black and white, so it's cool. I gotta ask, is Necromancy Overload, currently developed from Gamma Fox, TBG in Saskatchewan, on your HEO follow list? Yes, it is. Excellent. That's I it. I see my follow list. Oh, you go to your profile. Yeah, everyone has a profile. You, you might not have a, a page set up for that yet, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll make this Oh, work. view profile, view profile. There you go. Oh, I got it. Oh, he's got it. He's in. If you want us to cover your game and get some wish lists your way, Contact at CanadianGameNotes.com, drop it in the Discord like Necromancy did, and uh, tag us on Twitter. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk. Our people contact your people. All right, Steve. We had a lot of discussions in Discord the past week. Most of them were about things I was entirely right about, but you seem to take contention with my theory that all time zones should be abolished. It doesn't make... Okay, so it's Daylight Savings Time today, right? Daylight Savings Time is a piece of shit. I f- is the like government stealing sleep from you is what Daylight Savings is. And then giving it back to you later on? I don't no, know. <laughs> stealing an hour of your life from so what do they you. Do? So what do they do in October then? No, they give you an hour back. But it's not October yet, Steve. <laughs> it's March. I man, I was playing. I was playing like Bastion on Vita mm-hmm. last night, uh, just watching like random st- and watching random like a show on Netflix, like Brooklyn Nine Nine, just other random stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing. It's like one in the morning or whatever. And I'm playing. All of a sudden, uh, I look down. It's like one fifty nine. I was like, oh, I should go to bed. And then it goes to three a.m. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything more to add about that. I also don't know if that's like. I don't know if 
it's a good idea. It's just something I think about because I know other countries. Okay, uh, so for times, okay, but times. So day at the same time, I think everyone agrees it's stupid. Like no one yes. really seems to like it. I I only like it's just like I like it because I get to sleep in October, and then yes. I like it today because it's now light out until like seven thirty or something like that. Yes, but time zones you say that everyone should be there should just be one time zone earth the earth time zone or whatever, yes there's right? an earth time zone where 9 p.m is 9 p.m everywhere so then okay so what what sh- what do pe- what's the main business hour for company like does everyone work nine to five everywhere well, that's in just the it. World? we haven't we haven't figured this out yet it could be nine to five and just half the planet works during the night and sleeps during the day i don't know but, uh, but then, you, but then you have to like you just run into the same issue because you're like, if I have to call someone or whatever, work with something across, like, or no, sorry, with that, it's like, oh, I'm I'm on the shitty end of the stick where I now have to like be nine to five during the beautiful um, like day, and mm-hmm. it's and it's night or whatever, or like my nine to five is what used to be like twelve a.m. to nine a.m. Mm-hmm. and now like I have to sleep during the day, so that doesn't work. And then it doesn't work if everyone just shifts their work appropriately. Then you just have to be like, oh, shit, what, what time do they work in Vancouver? I don't know. They're, they're the 3 p.m. to, to 8 a.m. shift or whatever. It doesn't make sense. I Listen, I, I'm all with you on some of the things you talk about. <laughs> I'm not, you know, other things like unions and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not on Team Steven, but I'm like, okay, you go. You, you get that done. But this, I'm like, if you were to if if you were to start up a, a group tomorrow, anti time zones, anti time zones dot com, I would I would not join. I would okay. just be like, I would not cheer f- from the sidelines for you, like I would other stuff. At this point, it's more of a meme, but uh, yeah, it's a, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know how it would work. I'm interested though in exploring it as an option. No, I don't want to explore it. So. The, uh, the I think other we thing- can all agree we've perfected uh, capitalist output. So I mean, why do we need to? shuffle around all right steve now you're just poking <laughs> me um what else are we talk about in discord this past week people are playing control everyone's still, still apparently it still runs like ass on ps4 which is good to know two years later um and i think on uh, ps5 and xbox series x though it's decent it's good yeah but then you shouldn't have sold it for ps4 or xbox one if it was ass oh well talk to um those people i forget their name i forget the company <laughs> i'm on a i'm on a one strike you're out policy right now. One so res- strike? Yeah, respawn with Jedi Fallen Order. I will never buy another respawn game uh day one. They just burned me so hard. Uh and wow, I am really? I am Je- that Jedi way. Fallen with- Order, you really had a bad time with Jedi Fallen Order. I'd, I had some issues for sure, but not mm-hmm. not enough to be mad, I guess. Crashed, froze every like ten minutes while things loaded in for like two minutes. That's terrible. I never had crashes. Issues. I just had I just had like collision issues. The yeah, so respawns on a one strike policy with they're out. I'm never buying another respawn game day one. Uh, Remedy with control, one of the worst. Like I love control, it was on my top ten, but I would never buy another Remedy game day one. Uh, I don't even think they fixed it for PS4. I think they were just like, eh, we'll focus on the next gen. Yeah, absolutely. Which like, you know, that makes sense. That's <laughs> once you get your your money out, you know, you you, you don't need to care as much. We're seeing that with mm-hmm. Cyberpunk, and we obviously saw that with Control. So yeah, no remedies on a one. I, I will never buy another remedy game day one, uh, especially for console. The, who else is on this list? Well, currently just respawn and remedy. Lots of R's. I don't know. Um, probably Bethesda <laughs> software. Rockstar. Throw Rockstar on there. Throw oh, Rockstar has been nothing but quality. Like every Rockstar game I've ever bought in my life day one has been 
somehow through a miracle of employee abuse and money, just an amazing polished, beautiful product. Like all the way back to, I guess the first one I bought was LA Noir maybe. But yeah, uh, funny because GTA four or sorry, GTA five ran really well on PS three and three sixty. And despite the fact that they could have just done the same thing, which is just port it to like, cause they ported to PS four and stuff later on, mm-hmm. like a year later, less than a year later, I think. No, yeah, Rockstar, Rockstar is on my my list for other reasons, but no, yeah, their games just function great at launch. And uh, oh man, I got burned by another one. Recently. Oh, any Bethesda software game, like if it, mm. even if it was Elder Scrolls Six or Starfield or Fallout Five, like I would never buy a Bethesda game at launch. It's just, but now you can just Game Pass it, right? So are you so buying ooh, in terms of, or hmm. are you are you still like, no, I'm not going to play it at launch? Hmm, that's interesting. That's a foil. Yeah, I guess, like, yeah. if I already have the subscription, like, I would watch, like, I watch shitty movies on Netflix just because I like shitty movies. Like, I wouldn't pay to go see them in theater. But, yeah, uh, yeah you know what? Maybe if Elder Scrolls Six launched day one on Game Pass, which it probably will by all accounts, yeah. Well, but I think yeah, Starfield no. is, fir- is first, isn't it? Um, I think I Elder Scrolls... Oh, actually, I don't know which one they're doing I first. think Starfield's supposed to come and then Elder Scrolls Six. so, like, you got yeah. some time. I got time. Regardless, I think... Uh, yeah, I think the days of me going to buy a AAA game on launch, aside from like Rockstar, Nintendo, and <coughs> even Nintendo, I don't buy a launch anymore. I just wait and get it on Marketplace for like 50 bucks. What about Sony? What about uh, Ratchet and Clank? Oh, Steve, you know I'm getting Ratchet and Clank into, no, not into the Nexus. Rift Apart? What's the new Rift one? Apart. Rift, Apart? Rift Apart? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's a day one buy. Oh, like, and, and uh, MLB, right? We're doing the we're going to oh yeah my, my, with Aaron. A bunch too. of bunch of my friends are getting it. I have a friend getting it on Xbox as well, so we're going to try that because it's coming to Xbox. But yeah, I haven't bought a show game since I bought. It was either thirteen or fourteen. I got cross play with the Vita. Mm, I had the one with Russell Martin on it. That was like the first and only one I've really played. They haven't announced. They they always do like a Canadian cover with a Jays player, and the pre order bonus for the past like three years have been like some nice Jays tube socks. So I'm waiting for those because, like, I kind of want Jay's tube socks and a Jay's player on the cover. But, uh, yeah, I will, I'll yeah. get, yeah, like, PlayStation games. Like, the next Nintendo game I'll buy day one is probably Breath of the Wild 2 or maybe the new golf game. I like their golf games. But, no, if, you're, if, if you put out a game on console that functions as badly as Jedi Fallen Order and Control did, you lost me. I'm out. Just one. One chance, eh? Yeah, I'm on a one-strike play. You know how many games are out there, Steve? You know how many minutes of my <laughs> life I have left? You want me to spend an hour of them on your loading screens or Frozen? No. No, 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 no. You you don't deserve my time or money. <laughs> All right, fair. Not gonna Precious few minutes. Time. Yeah. What did you play this past week, Steve? Uh, I played My Fight Federation, which I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Fun game, but yeah, it just kind of stinks about the amount of people that seem to be playing it, especially with like a an online focus and all the work that they must have put into it. Like games are hard. We already talked mm-hmm. about that. Making an online game, probably even harder. Making mm-hmm. an online game with cross play, probably also harder. So we're working on it. Sentience is aiming for that. Oh, so there you go. Um, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. But just more people need to play. And then I went back to Hybroxia too. Been kind of playing that a little bit more. Still playing on fun. switch. Yeah. Got on mm. switch. Um, it just like, I don't know because I played all the other games on Vita, mm-hmm. and the Switch screen is just bigger and brighter and stuff like that, and just it's more powerful. So it just like looks like it's just it's it's a nice game to look at. 
even mm-hmm. though it's like a retro style. But then I was playing their the game before Twin Breakers, and I remember we played it, and we were both kind of like mad on it for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm trying to platinum it, but like the physics are just so fucked in the game. Like it's a brick breaking game, and like you can't predict where the ball is going. It's just so annoying mm. to try to like pinpoint stuff, and then it just like doesn't go the way you think. I'm like this. It's just I'm like, is it is it me who just doesn't know math, or is it the game? I feel like it's just the game's not really doing physics properly. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's super. I'm not even going to platinum it because I'm just like I'm tired of just getting mad at this. Um, so I I hope they kind of they're done with Twin Stick or uh, Twin Breakers, whatever the hell it was. Cool mm-hmm. to like put out a Brick Breaker game. They did some neat things with it, but yeah, whatever. Hyroxia two and one are much better games. And they're um, they're ramping up whatever the next one is. I think they said a JRPG inspired game. Oh, all right. Hey. Written by Colin Moriarty. I'm sure will be an amazing time. There you go. Hold on. I think he says it in his thing. Oh, he just says unannounced game times two. So they're working on two games. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know you can't see because you're blocked. So he did block me for making a joke <laughs> about him crying during the Islanders, like game six, win the first round, like, 10 years ago and he posted a selfie i'm crying and i'm like dude it's the first round and then he just blocked me and i was like oh okay free speech fighter call him already can't take hey, a joke i see how it never, is never mind the free speech stuff but it can't be exciting when you get out of the first round i cry i was probably crying when the rappers like won the first round uh like four years ago or whatever it was when they finally beat um indiana super happy about that all i'll say steve and the Blue Jays definitely when the Blue Jay when Bautista hit the, definitely one of the, my favorite moments of my life. Uh, that was pretty hype. Was was Bautista's home run? That was dope. All I'll say, Steve, is if your your literal patron reward tier is a printed out tweet of you saying "Ah, finally silence hashtag a day without women," that <laughs> is he, like the thing you're still? the thing you're famous for. He still does that. If that's the thing you're famous for, just being an asshole on Twitter. Your tolerance for assholes on Twitter should be much higher because you clearly can't take what you dish out. That's fair. That's fair. I am an asshole on Twitter, and I'm totally fine with people being an asshole to me on Twitter. That's the that's the the blood pack we made with Jack Dorsey. But when do you put in the the amount of assholes that you get? Because he gets just constant. Like he can have a full time job Mm -hmm. of blocking people for being shitty to him for all the shitty things that he says. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, if you want to actually have a clean Twitter, mm-hmm. like, don't you kind of have to, clean, I wouldn't even open up, clean Twitter would never open exist. up my mentions. Well, if yeah, you're actually. on Twitter, you're dirty. You're just, just, there's a cess site of just, I wouldn't even open up my mentions if I had that many followers. Even if I said something like, I don't know, I would just say, I would just say like blue Jays are better than New York Yankees. Uh, I would fucking get just, if I had 150,000 followers, oh my mm-hmm. god, I would just get fuck. I would open up mentions in general. I've gotten death threats just from the shitty like amount of people that do follow us. Never mind, mm-hmm. times in by a million or whatever. Anyways, the point is, um, Twin Baker is not a good game. <laughs> what, <are you> nice <laughs> what did I put Some more incisive criticism come to the KenyanGameups.com podcast. <laughs> I, think I don't know. I've dabbled in some other things like Bastion. You, have you not played anything except for Sentience and Apex Legends for like a month? I haven't even played. Ape- I haven't played a video game this. Oh wait, 
you know what uh, one night i got home this week and i have a 3d the new 3d world port for switch mm. and uh, i played a bit of that it's still 3d world they kept the stamps in even though me versus closed it's so oh, weird that's stupid. uh but i want to i'm gonna beat the 3d world campaign before i do the the bowser's fury stuff no which is why because really i want to but i want to know uh, about the birds for your, bird, shot and chaser you. you know uh yeah that's fine. so i've been playing that on my switch a little bit but um yeah, other than that, please wish list sentience on <laughs> Steam. It's coming in hot. It's coming in hot and bothered. Um, I'm excited. 10, 11 days. Dude. Yeah. Anyway. It's releasing on Thursday. That's kind of. Man, I'll put that. I'll put that in the show notes too. Super hot is worth playing, right? Super hot's a pretty great game in my opinion. Okay. It's on PS now. I think I'm going to. Time only moves when you move. I gotta, I gotta start making up with the PS now because it's such a shit service. I gotta mm-hmm. like start looking at the stuff and actually play it. I've only played Resident Evil games all of it. It's basically just a res- been a Resident Evil game machine for me. Anyway, sorry, we can wrap this up. That's been episode 180 of the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want to help us keep the site running, you can support us. Become a patron over at Patreon.com/slash CanadianGameDevs. Back us to get early access to the show two days. Uh, sometimes less when I've had a busy week. Uh, special channel on our Discord. <laughs> Be back us at $5 a month or higher. You're a credited patron and we'll plug your name at the end of every episode like these lovely folks. Thank you so much. Aaron McLeod, Canuck Play, David Winter, David Nagy, Eric Beer, checkoutthebotbook.com, Elizabeth Avery, Hanel, Jean Leggett, Jeff Shepstone, Jeffrey Canham, Graph Metal, Kai Hutchins, Nicholas A. Zorko, Nav from the Academy of Games, Pixelnots underscore Alex, Sean Hayden, and Stacey H., Drops a review if you can, if you're on Apple Podcasts or another podcast service that lets you do that. Most don't, for some reason. We love your feedback. So even if you're not on one of those services, contact at CanadianGameDevs.com. Let us know what you think. Also, putting up a bunch of interviews uh, from our podcast feed onto YouTube this week. So if YouTube is how you're listening to this right now, and you're interested in some interviews with Canadian game developers, we talked to Michael Long from Regina... Nope. Saskatoon. Saskatchewan-based developer foolish mortals about their 2020 project radio generals is a very interesting game steve and i both enjoyed about world war ii playing in general we also talked to megan byrne from ashen mastawin and games a ontario-based uh indigenous-led game studio working on their big next project uh hill De- the hill detective it's a detective noir game ah geez i'm messing it up i want to find it because it's a good game hill agency there you go. Hill Agency. It was a very interesting conversation with her. And Spoonie Bird Productions from out here in Truro, Nova Scotia. Uh, we talked to them about Jay and Silent Bob Marlboro, a game you can actually play on an NES cart, which is pretty cool. A tie-in to the latest uh, Jay and Silent Bob game. Uh, we also talked about their early years making Flash games and how that led to their connections with Limited Run and other developers. So very excited about all that. YouTube.com. Slash, we don't have a good URL because they won't give us to us because we don't have enough subscribers. Jerks. <sighs> Jerks. Anyway, that's it for this week. At Canada Game Devs on Twitter. Steve and I are linked in the bio. Anything else you want to plug, Steve? Uh, no, I'm just uh, I'm finally signing up for DMG so I can do the Unity thing. Yes. <clears throat> um, I think... So let's just do this live because I think we talked about it because mm-hmm. I'm learning Unity mm-hmm. and I want to stream. I want to get back to streaming because it's fun. Mm-hmm. But... I think I'm going to do... i got to watch like Dragon Slumber streams and does coding or whatever, game mm-hmm. design stuff. i got to yeah, watch have, some other ones. See we have a do. couple ones in here. We have uh, 
Oh wait, I hold on. I follow him on Twitch. Keep going, but I'll find but him. if I'm just shit, should yeah. I bo- like should I wait or should I should me being shit be part of it? So I, can, I I'd watch you be shit at game development because part of it is also just like hanging out and stuff, right? I would chat. Yeah. Also, yeah, it's not like I would. It's not like we would get a lot of people. Like five people would watch me suck at Unity. So I'm like, like I really care. Plus, it would be at like eleven o'clock at night. But I need to. I only I only study I only did some uni stuff for like a day this week so I gotta like I need to have another incentive to, you know, to to do it because I can only do it at certain times, aka mm-hmm. when Sophia's sleeping. So, mm-hmm. um, that's it. But I, but maybe what I'll do first is watch some people because I think I follow them on her Twitch channel like follow uh, people who do stream and do game dev stuff at the same time. I can't find this person, but they have a little gray icon I liked. Maybe it was another another blind explosion exposure to someone who you don't know. <sighs> Man, I feel bad. I'm gonna find it. Wait, no, I'm not. We could always just leave this running, and then you just spend 20 minutes finding it, and then just you can edit it. And I say this because I'm not gonna do any of that. This is all like a Steven project. That's terrible. Terrible audio. Game <laughs> no, but you sense. would edit it to not be terrible. Who is this Like person? this, you could just edit this out and then be like, oh yeah, it's so-and-so. Yeah, I could do that. But it's also oh, 6 cool. o'clock on a, on a Sunday. C. I think it starts with a C. She's great. Chris, Chris L. Oh, do we follow him? Yeah, yeah, Chris L. Streams uh, their game development work. I'll what drop that in the show notes too. Let me write, and write that down. What do they, what do they work on? Uh, what have they been working on? Unreal Engine 4, I've uh, been working on a new game. Uh, uh, let me see here. Go to the website. Yes, I want to go to this link. It's a Wix site. I haven't seen a Wix site in a while. Oh, a Wix unpaid site? Yeah. Oh, so it has like the dot .wix in it? Yeah, it's a VR game, I think. Looks oh, what? Good. Actually, go- Dragon Slumber is streaming right now. Oh, what are they playing? Oh, but he's streaming a game, though. Oh, boo. It's playing Going Under. Oh, that was the game I was talking about earlier. Oh, uh, I wonder what he thinks about that, because that's a very anti-capitalist game. It's basically a, a satire about startup culture and just all the stupid terms and bullshit they make you do in unpaid internships. Oh my god, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I kind of hate startup culture right now. Is this on uh, PlayStation? <sighs> I think so. They did a big free update. The uh, Oh, man. It was in my top 10 list I never published, but yeah, it's, uh, I think, on everything. Switch... Steam. Ooh, yeah, it's on PS4, buddy. Okay, I'm buying this and Bloodroots, and I'll talk about them both. This looks like it has easy platinum too. Going under is awesome. I love, I love the humor in that game. Like, like the thing. Don't skip any videos or things people say because, like, it's a very, very well crafted just skewering of startup culture and bullshit tech terms and acquisitions and and unpaid internships and all that, all that good stuff. It's good, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to know what Dragon Slumber thinks because they're very pro capitalist and I've enjoyed our conversations. He's talking right now, but I'm almost not listening. So let's wrap it All up, right, Steve. Anyways. That's it. Yeah, Episode right. 180 in the books. Check us Ooh. out next week. Goodbye. Bye. I'm going to leave that ooh in. That was good. Boom. Stop recording.